It's a loaded Saturday special of your source for fantasy hockey news. The Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Zach Werwenski out once again. Max Pacioretty returning from injury once again. And a little Who Would You Rather special with two veteran netminders. Saturday's big time bets. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy New Year, everybody, and we hope that the next few months of fantasy hockey means dominance for your squad, and that's why you're tuned and tapped in to the Saturday special of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. And a huge shout-out to all of our listeners out there for making us your first listen every single day. For real, Steele and I would not be here without all of y'all, and we hope sincerely that we've been helping out your fantasy squads and, of course, big-time bets. Steele, Saturday night board. I'm feeling real good about this because... (laughs) For obvious reasons, Team Canada, a little bit of a disappointment. I'm losing a bit of cash there. But we're going to get back on this money train in a very big way. But Zach Werwenski out week to week. This is a player that has obvious elite fantasy value, top pairing defenseman. But I want to talk about this because this is yet another injury for a player who, when he's in the lineup, is valuable. Anyway, we'll talk about it. Another player with injury woes. Max Pacioretty, he's going to be coming back in. We'll talk about that. Who would you rather? Gibson, Markstrom, and Big Time Bets. Right over to you, brother. Let's try and keep it tight. We always say that. I feel we're not going to be able to. But, Rowenski, hit me with your take. I feel bad for him, man. Like, I, I, all mm. sincerity to Zach Rowenski and, and even the entire Columbus Blue Jackets organization at this point. Like, sure. they've been through the grinder over the last three seasons yeah. with everything that's been going on. Like, I'll start off with, you know, a couple years ago, you know, the turmoil between John Tortorella and Pierre-Luc Dubois when he was still on the team. Then you go to the uh, this season, the whole shenanigans with Mike Babcock before the season even started. Right, you know, right. you land Johnny Goudreau, and it hasn't really panned out the way you've hoped for. And then just True. the riddled of injuries that this team has gone mm-hmm. through over the last three seasons. Just looking at their injury list right now, Boone Jenner on the IR. Patrick Laine, of course, on the IR. Of course. Adam Bockfist on the IR. Zach Rowenski, out. Sh- Sean Corrali, Left the game, ended up going to the hospital for abdominal yeah, that was injury. Weird. He's day to day. This team it just seems to always have four plus five plus players on mm. the injured reserve list at all times, and they can't seem to get this injury bug out of their organization. So yeah. I feel bad for Zach Rowenski. I feel bad for all the GMs out there who are going to lose him over the next, uh, like you said, week mm. to week that he's out with this ankle injury because he's an absolute stud. When you look at the uh, his season statistics, he's uh, only one goal this season, which is obviously a lot lower than we expect from this player who has that sure. that shot in his arsenal. But 25 points in 34 games so far this season is nothing to be ashamed about. He continues mm-hmm. to shoot the puck well. He gets a little bit of physicality in there, and he's huge for them. You look at every single team in the NHL, they have at least one top-tier defenseman, elite defenseman, or a solid defenseman on their team. And Zach Rowenski is their guy on the blue line. Without him on there, they're honestly kind of lost, uh, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, sustainability and accountability or reliability on the blue line. 
well, they were already lost. So maybe yeah. set sail on any kind of expectations <laughs> that you had at all for this Columbus Blue Jackets team, which I don't think many people did. Look, 24 assists, 25 points in 34 games. Defenseman, when it comes to fantasy, you know, he also had 10 penalty minutes, 87 shots on net. Yeah. These guys, if you are able to accumulate steel, even one or two, if you're lucky three, in my experience anyway, those are usually the teams when you look up at the standings in your league that are usually right there at the top because defensemen are really hard to come by when it comes to that offensive production. Not a ton of guys able to, like, and I know his peak was 48 points, but that was 48 points in 68 games. And obviously with this player, it's the injury factor. And I think yeah. there's a point to be made about when you're headed into your fantasy draft, you draft the best available player. And you. I know a lot of guys out there ignore the injury factor. With Zach Rowenski, unfortunately, just like Max Pacioretty, I don't think you can ignore the injury factor and the risk with this player in Rewenski because he has never played a full 82 games aside from once, you yeah. know, in his eight years in the NHL. And that's something you can't ignore. So I just wanted to throw that out there and I'll throw this out there as well. Steel, you know, that this Columbus blue jackets team has a lot of good young fantasy pieces on the rise, but perhaps a player like Rewenski going out, is really going to perhaps affect my take the other day about some of these young players up front. If Columbus is going to start getting pumped even more, and you know Rowenski was a key piece for both sides of the puck, now I'm a little bit worried about some of those peripheral pieces in Columbus that you and I were getting high on. Is there still value there? For sure. But if Columbus starts getting pumped real bad, because Rowenski is also a leader for them. This is those These are the angles that you have to consider. They're a little yeah. deeper. They might be a little bit more under the radar. But, of course, you have to consider them. What do you think about that take? And let's talk about patches before the break. Yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you just said. It yes. hinders a lot of those, those young prospects, could. young yeah, guys on the rise that we mentioned or that you've mentioned over the last couple of episodes that we've had on mm. here. Because, again, we've been talking very highly of Fantilli, Marchenko, Chinkov, uh, and uh, Voronkov as well. So there's there's so many great pieces, especially guys that we haven't even seen in the NHL right now on the Columbus Blue Jackets roster. Johnson so, too as well. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of young guys. This is a very young team. They do have a, a few veteran pieces out there. Guys, you know, Johnny Goudreau in their prime, Patrick Laine. Again, the guy's injured with, with injuries, but he's sort of in his prime right now. Mm-hmm. They have a great mixture in their roster right now, but the consistency of continuously yeah. losing guys left, right, and center. Like I said, it seems like at all times they have five plus guys on the IR. Up front, lots to like blue line shambles, goaltending shambles. I just will finish it with this. So he's had significant injuries. Like we threw that out there. He had so- shoulder surgery, a separated shoulder, torn labrum. And he also had a sports hernia and a knee injury yeah. all in the last five seasons. So just buyer beware with Rowenski, even when he does come back. This is one of those moves, though, Steel, that I think a lot of GMs, if you do have a spot, especially Keeper Dynasty, I'm putting him on the IR just because mm-hmm. of his offensive value when he comes back. I don't want to drop him if I can't afford to, especially because week to week, I think, is one of those breakdowns that we hear the most, Steel coming back earlier than expected when you hear four to six weeks or you hear maybe two months it sticks week to week it could be a month but it also could only be like maybe 10 or 14 days however 
Max Pacioretty. Let's talk about it right after the break, Steel, because we are keeping today tight. Maybe for the first <laughs> time in a long time, Max Pacioretty, obviously, in this vein of injury conversation. But he's coming back, and he might have some value. I need your take on that. Of course, who would you rather? Markstrom, Gibson, Big Time Bets. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You never want to have a frustrating ticket buying experience, especially when it comes down to your favorite team, Steel. You and I going down to the Leafers, you know we're hitting up Game Time, the only ticket app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L. For 20 bucks off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you go over to Locked On Sports Day because they've launched the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Day is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Enjoy your weekend out there. Make sure you hit the subscribe, the follow button, and a five-star review. We appreciate all that mm-hmm. love and support you show us mm-hmm. every single day. We're going to get to Would You Rather very, very soon and then finish off with big-time bets. But let's talk about Max Pacioretty. Very near to a return for the Washington Capitals, mm-hmm. yet to play with them uh, since he uh, joined their team. Again, uh, dealing with those Achilles awful, most yeah, awful injuries twice. It, what was that in the span of of two months? Like he, you know, yeah. he had the Achilles injury, rehab, he, comes back, plays five games, tears it again, like. Could not be worse luck for Max Pacioretty. Couple of very serious injuries for this yeah. guy, and he is 34 years old. So let's get that out of the way because that's obviously the biggest concern. What isn't is his ability to get it done in the NHL. 645 mm-hmm. points in 855 career games. Say what you will. Much maligned in Montreal as well. Steel playing on a bunch of bad teams and a tough market. I swear down, if he was in another team situation, some of these uh, seasons where he was 60, 67, 64 points, I think could have been a lot higher in his prime. Anyway, in his five games last year, and I remember this very clearly, he came back and he was very effective. And the year before, when healthy, 39 games, 37 points. So to me, and hold me down here, I think he can still hold some value. Yeah. You're in a situation where you do need a forward, like, and he's out there in your league. I actually don't want to wait and see what happens with patches. He's going to play with Kuznetsov. He's definitely going to get some power play time. I don't even care about his deployment. And this is hit me with your take on this. I want to go out there and add him right now and see what happens because he's proven over his last chunk of games in the NHL that he can still get it done at an elite offensive level. He can get it done at elite level. And I think there is value to be had with Max Pacioretty when he is in the lineup. And that's the key word when he is in the Mm. lineup. Mm. Um, I love this player. And like you said, he's always been a prolific 
Uh, when he plays close to 82 games, he's a prolific 30 goal scorer and 60 plus points when he plays close to a full season. Yep. And even when he doesn't, he's typically just under a point per game. Like you mentioned, 37 points and 39 the year prior with Vegas, 51 and 48 the year prior, and then 66 and 71 uh, three seasons ago. So he's always been close to a point per game player. He brings the value, but even just looking at his peripheral uh, stats right now, 148 shots in 39 games. He shoots the puck almost as as much as anyone that I've seen in the NHL. You gotta love that. And, and you gotta love that as a fantasy GM there. He yep. shoots the puck. He always gets over 150 shots. Mm -hmm. he, he pretty much clears 300 shots when he plays more than 70 yep. games. He just yep. loves to shoot the puck. Even if he's not scoring more than 40 goals a season, he still gets mm -hmm. 30. He brings the other stats as well. A couple of hits, a couple of blocks here and there. Uh, power play points, obviously, when he's on the first P, uh, first power play unit. The thing I got to mention, though, and it goes hand-in-hand -hand with Zach Rowenski because he's been ridiculed, riddled with injuries over the last well, pretty much his entire NHL career at this point. Mm. Max Pacioretty has missed 194 games wow. in, the, in the last four seasons. That's including wow. this year as well. 194 yeah. games. That's more than two full seasons. That's two and a half seasons pretty much that Max mm -hmm. Pacioretty is missing out on because of these injuries. And obviously the last two have been very, very serious, both back-to-back -back, uh, tearing his Achilles, which left him out for six months, yeah. eight months at a time. And this is just hard, you know, because like we're talking about, we both see the value. But coming back, A, from tearing your Achilles one time, but then coming mm -hmm. back again, mm -hmm. tearing your Achilles for a second time, and you're 35 years old now, what does that do to, you know, your strength in, in that course. area on your body? So for me, I agree with you. I see the value. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he's rostered at right now on both ESPN. And he's Yahoo, out there for but sure. If he's out there. I definitely would go get him. If he's in, if he's in one of my leagues, I would pick him up just to mm -hmm. at least see what he does in the first week or two weeks that he's back. And if he yeah. starts producing and you know, you see, you see what's going on in a good way. I keep him on my team, but you got to, again, there's a lot mm -hmm. of people out there who are wary, who don't take into account the injury factor and the history of the injuries. Right. You have to take it into account of with course. this type of player, because like I said, he's missed 194 games in the last four seasons. And the type of injury. Achilles is hard. It's yes. going to take him some time to adjust. I'm just very intrigued with also what's going on in Washington, because as much as he's getting rushes right now with Kuznetsov and Phillips, I just like we haven't really seen I, I haven't been able to put a finger on Washington. They're right at the bottom of the league in scoring. So yeah, it's so still, weird. And they're still winning games. So if that means Pacioretty can come in and help a team with the offense and they're already winning games, I don't know. I'm just very intrigued. We have to talk about it. He's a name. Take a look. Keep it. Keep your eyes peeled on it because, hey, he's one of those weird situations, Steele, that I think you got to kind of get lucky yeah. with if you're going to win your league. One or two of these situations, you add Pacioretty and you win. It's probably because he goes on like a 25-point heater. Anyway, very quickly, who would you rather? Two veteran goaltenders. Actually, I think this has happened one or two times, but when I looked at their career numbers, eerily similar, yeah. very close in terms of save percentage, goals against, even total uh, record record edge to Markstrom. Mm -hmm. Maybe you look at Markstrom's start of his career and you for sure would have said this guy's ceiling is much, much higher. Even two years ago when, what, he had nine shutouts? which was And he was spectacular. But the fact that he is a couple years older, 
And the fact that he has been quote unquote playing on the better team and putting up worse numbers, I got to go with John Gibson. And let me just explain why very quickly. And we're going to keep this tight. He's a workhorse. Number one, number two, he is only 30 years old. And in the keeper dynasty realm, he immediately has the edge for that reason. I know you have some good points, but I got to make that one. You know me and the Keeper Dynasty side of things, Steel. But I'll leave it at this. And it's a, it's, a, it's a caveat. It's not tangible. It's intangible. I think John Gibson is going to be going to a winner. I think he's going to be on the move sooner than later. Both of their contracts are very similar. Six million, 6.4. Gibson's under contract for an extra year. I think all of these things that I just said and the fact that I really do think, Steele, that Gibson's going to be playing for a really good team in the next couple of months, I really love John Gibson, and I know that's something that you can't predict, but he's been getting it done on a really, really doo-doo Anaheim Ducks team, and I just wonder what he would do even if the roles were reversed and he was playing for Calgary. I have a feeling he's a much more valuable goaltender, but I want to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, you know, I'll start off by saying this. I agree with you. Uh, if John Gibson was on another team, I would be taking John Gibson over uh, Jacob Markstrom right now. But and unfortunately, it's an, if. It's, an if. It's, it's an if. But unfortunately for Gibson in this uh, debate we're having yeah, right now, Gibson is not, on the Anaheim Ducks. He he's is. not on another team. So he, I'm going right. to ja- I'm gonna go with Jacob Markstrom, even though, you mm-hmm. know, eerily similar stats, even this year. 8-10-2 record for Markstrom, a 2.71 goals against average mm-hmm. and a 9-4 save percentage. Very similar to Gibson, 713 and 0 record, a 280 goals against average, and a 908 uh, save mm-hmm. percentage. So, very similar statistics for both these uh, veteran goaltenders. However, two reasons why I'm going with yeah, Markstrom over, or three reasons. First reason, obviously, Ooh. like I just mentioned, Gibson is on the Anaheim Ducks. He's not on one of the contending teams. So, I got to go with Markstrom in that, uh, that sense. Over the last five seasons, John Gibson has had a losing record. Markstrom has not had a losing record besides this season. Uh, that he's having right now with the Calgary sure. Flames. So losing records all five years prior for John Gibson. Markstrom hasn't had a losing record until this season, even sure. though and the Calgary Flames has just been an absolute mess uh, for the first two months. Final reason mm. uh, that I'm taking Markstrom over Gibson, I have a lot more faith and trust in the defensive group in front of Markstrom than I do with the defensive group in front of Gibson. And like you and I have talked about, or actually that you talked about, Lucas Dostal has kind of been taking the crease away from Gibson because of uh, the play. So a little bit this year, not as much. uh, I think it's coming. I think it's It's coming, coming, but not yet. But the final reason is I have more faith in Mackenzie Wieger, Rasmus Anderson, Noah Hannafin, and Chris Tanev, other than uh, uh, over Cam Fowler, Ilya Labushkin, Minchikov, and uh, Vakanen. So for me, those are the three reasons right there. But I would agree with you if Gibson was on another team besides the Anaheim Ducks, I would take Gibson over Markstrom. I think the fact that he like the record thing, what you're saying, it's it's a fact. It's just, you know, like, man, the Ducks team has been so poo poo in front of him. And you're right. It factors into his fantasy value. As yeah, because guy you need is, the wins as well. You need wins. wins. Are even, a even if Gibson's if putting up, a, you know, 915, 917 save percentage, but he's getting no wins. That's a huge deal. He's playing four wins in the fantasy realm and if he's on a bad team he's not getting wins so i hear you i just have a feeling that at 30 years old considering that he has done nothing but be loyal to the sandheim ducks franchise as well for 10 straight years i have this sinking feeling that not sinking like this feeling that he is (laughs) on the move and he is going to go to a team and he's going to be an absolute stud anyway you're right 
right now your facts are holding true. What's going to hold true is big time bets because I got three winners deal. I'm just going to say it. I'm going three for three, baby. So sure after the break. Starting the weekend off the right way with three winners from Flip. You heard it there. Oh. It's three winners. You got to put it oh. down. Lock of the night and everything uh, more. We're going to get to those big time bets very, very soon. But this episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, which we urge you to do so, there's no better time to get into the action than right now. The app, the app is super safe and easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and a lot more. Of course, the fan favorite, the flip and I favorite, is the same game parlay. Mm -hmm. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit the subscribe, leave a follow button, and a five-star review. Flip and I appreciate all that love and support you show us, especially over the holiday season. New Year's right around the corner. We're going to be in 2024 incredibly soon. I can't believe the year hey. went up this fast, but... It's been an absolute ride. Steel. Love doing this with you, Two Cliff. years, baby. Two, two years. years. Two months away from two years of doing this podcast with you, man. It's been an absolute blast. I, I you know, I'm, I'm listening to you every single time when it comes to big time bets because you've <laughs> been the guru. You've been the king uh -oh. with this. So uh -oh. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it back over to you. You said you okay. got three winners. Let's hear it. Okay. You know what? I got to back this up. So let me start <laughs> with. No, let me just start with the best player in the world, Connor McDavid. And everything about this Edmonton Oilers team has been dissected, talked about. We know what's going on in Edmonton, but they've played a lot better. Yeah. And I and look, <laughs> you, I think, know more than anyone that perhaps I have talked about the Edmonton Oilers as the team that really should be right there on the doorstep as a cup winner. I've thrown a lot of $20 future bets at this <laughs> team that have not banged out. And I'm not going to come on here and say that they're there yet because I don't think they are. They don't look like they're there yet, but they're playing a lot better. Connor McDavid is everything that you say he is. So let me just say this. Connor McDavid over one and a half points going into the LA Kings in 28 regular season games against the Kings. 36 points for Connor McDavid. I'm comfortable with this one. That's a winner number one. And you know what? I'm going to ride with this Edmonton Oilers team because their last two games steal, and I know you and I are on the East Coast, it's a little bit tough to watch. And I know San Jose 5-0, they should be beating San Jose 5-0. 4-3 and 6-3 against the Rangers and the New Jersey Devils are wins that I'll read into. So give me the Edmonton Oilers on the money line on the road yeah. against these LA Kings, and I'll read off one more. The Edmonton Oilers have are a four and one record in their last five against LA five and one in their last six on the road as well. Good sign of a good team is winning on the road and they're doing that in adversity. And I'll finish off very quickly. Montreal is rolling into Florida. Say what you will about Montreal. That's not what I'm here for. You need to look at what the Florida Panthers have been doing this season, because once again, Sergei Bobrovsky was by far last postseason the best goaltender. And I think you and I both said no one could have predicted that given how wishy-washy he was in the regular yeah. season. He's carried it over. Pay attention. 
if Sergey Bobrovsky goes on this heater, the Florida Panthers are going to be a tough team to beat. And they just dealt with the Vegas Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So let's take a look at this. Also, 9-1-0, the Florida Panthers in their last 10 against the Montreal Canadiens, including seven of those by two or more goals. Give me the Florida Panthers on the puck line. Lock of the night and the voice just in time about to pooch again, Steele. <laughs> I love two of those picks. Actually, I love all three of those picks because they Thank go you. very hand in hand with two of my picks over here. I'll Thank start you. off with one that you have already mentioned. Oilers on the money line at plus 120 nice. against the LA Kings. They've won six out of their last 10 against the LA Kings. They're on a three-game uh, winning streak right now. And again, like you said, you can't read too much into a 5 nothing shutout win against the Sharks, but you mm. can look into the Rangers and Devils in those big wins against those teams. So Oilers money line plus 112 against the Kings. Second pick, I'm going to take my team, the Minnesota Wild, on the money line. Go. Plus 112 against the Winnipeg Jets. The Wild are on a four-game winning streak. They've won their last two on the road in Winnipeg. And Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Boldy are heating up right now. So I love what I'm seeing from my boys out there in Minnesota. So taking two money line picks, both at plus 112 right now. And my lock of the night goes with your lock of the night. Canadians, Panthers, over six and a half in this matchup. Eight out of the last nine games between these two teams have gone well over the number. So I'm taking the over in this matchup. Sam Reinhardt's been an absolute stud this year. Sergey Bobrovsky, like yeah. you said, Matthew Chubb, hopefully he can get a couple more uh, goals in there against the Canadians. And then Barkov's just been doing his thing, facilitating mm-hmm. playmaking, mm-hmm. getting all those apples. So I like the over six and a half in this matchup. Steel, these are one of those nights that, and you know, we don't have numbers. We don't track it this tight. Might have to just do your three with my three. Yeah. Let's slap a 20 piece down and let's pay these Christmas holiday <laughs> bills, baby. Hey, I'm loving these Saturday specials. Let's have a very, very big start to the new year. Happy new year to all the listeners out there. We'll be back very, very soon. I think Monday still. We're back Monday. Back on Monday for the waiver wire targets. Happy New Year's. Happy holidays out there. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. And again, please go check out Locked On Sports today. Uh, They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They're here for you 24-7, so you got to go check it out. They've got the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Enjoy your weekend out there. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there for Saturday night. And we shall see you back here again on Monday.